0: It is time for brew in the loo here in St. Louis, supporting Lutheran education, Lutheran schools here in the St. Louis area. Looking forward to chatting about that today. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu.
1: Live Uncommon.
0: Joining us today, Sue Namanson, CEO for Lutheran Elementary schools uh, Lutheran Elementary School Association here in St. Louis. Sue, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour.
2: Thanks, Andy, for having us this morning.
0: Absolutely. And uh, coming alongside Kit Obel, she's Director of Development and Marketing for Lutheran Elementary School Association. Kit, thanks so much for being our guest on The Coffee Hour.
3: Good morning and thank you.
0: We are looking forward to chatting about Lutheran education, Lutheran schools here in the St. Louis area and the the huge event that supports so many Lutheran schools, teachers and families here in the St. Louis area. Sue, help us understand just what role Lutheran schools play in the community here in St. Louis. Where are Lutheran schools making a difference in the St. Louis area today?
2: Well, Andy and and Sarah, you both know um, Lutheran education is part of our Lutheran heritage. Many of our school buildings were built even before our churches were built, you know, places for our congregations to meet. Luther was always very focused on educating children. And we've really been blessed here in the United States when our German ancestors came over to have Lutheran schools as part of our culture and, and part of our community. And, you know, our schools serve the entire St. Louis metro area, those that we support. And, of course, we have schools all over the nation, all over the world. Lutheran education is touching the lives of kids and families Throughout the world, our schools have always been highly respected as having rigorous academics. But you know what support, separates us, Andy, from other educational options is that our Christian faith, our Lutheran faith, is integrated into every subject area. Um, our schools are places where our Lutheran heritage, our Lutheran faith is modeled in every action by the teachers, by the school leaders, by the students. And it's, it's just a wonderful blessing to be able to pass that heritage and our beliefs along to children, not only from Lutheran families, but kids who are from other faiths. And of course, students who have no faith home, um, that is a wonderful outreach opportunity for, for our churches.
1: Yeah, Lutherans have a long legacy of education, which is amazing. Tell us about the schools that make up the Lutheran Elementary School Association.
2: We have 34 member schools in our Metro St. Louis area. We have four Lutheran high schools that are affiliate members, and we're very blessed to serve 30 Lutheran elementary schools. And, oh gosh, more than a handful of childhood centers that are Lutheran uh, church-based, not affiliated with our K-8 through schools. And um, several other schools throughout the region that are educational partners and uh, get some of our LISA resources but can't, because of geography, receive the full benefits of of LISA membership. But we do have about 8,300 students in our um, schools and we have 500 educators who serve them and it's it's quite quite a population.
0: And how are these schools all connected through Lutheran Elementary School Association or LISA, as we know it here in the St. Louis area? How how do they um, work together through LISA and how does LISA support them?
2: Well, we uh, support, you know, our, our mission is really twofold. We want Lutheran education to be accessible to students from all walks of life. We don't want financial circumstances to prohibit a family from being able to enroll their students in, in our schools. So we provide need-based tuition assistance to families who want their children in Lutheran schools, but we also are trying to help support our schools with the academic integrity that our schools have been known for for, you know, 170 years now. You know, as as we all know, it's becoming more and more difficult for families to meet the tuition responsibility. The cost of tuition is rising. Our schools are facing in their own financial circumstances with rising cost of just about everything that they use, you know, from operational expenses to curricular expenses. So we are there to sort of fill the gap by providing educational resources and instructional materials. We offer professional development for the school teachers, for the school leaders. We have curriculum guides that we develop that integrate Lutheran faith into every subject area. We have other resources, educational resources, instructional resources, shared programming, lots of different um, cost-effective opportunities for our schools to participate so they can better use the funds that they have um, for their kids. Tell us about
1: the families that request assistance from Lisa. I know that. How many families are there and and who are these families? What is the makeup of these families?
2: Well, you know, these families can be your next door neighbor, Sarah. We have on an annual basis, anywhere from about 12 to 1300 total applications each year. And these are families from, again, from all walks of life. Our scholarships are need-based. So we... Focus and direct our dollars to the families demonstrating the greatest need. But these are families that are living at or below federal poverty level. These are families that are in that low income group. We have some families that are even in the low middle income group these days that are receiving some tuition assistance from Lisa. So that's you know, that's it's pretty impactful when you look at those numbers. One out of every 10 students. In a LISA school K through 8 today receives some type of financial assistance through LISA. So, you know, we scholarship about 600 or so on an on average each year. This year, I think it's a little bit higher. We've been blessed to be able to allocate uh, more funding these past two years to our scholarship program because of the stock market, to be very honest, the stock market's performance on our Lisa endowments, and also because of some amazingly wonderful donors who know that families are struggling, particularly in these times, and have, have stepped up and made some very significant gifts to support children in Lutheran schools.
0: Yeah, I mean, this makes such a difference for these families, but also for these schools as well, so that they can have the opportunity to reach so many students as well. How have the challenges of the last two years impacted this need for financial assistance for students?
2: It's been very significant, Andy. Last year alone, we saw a 49% increase in the number of total applications that we received for aid. And of those applications, about 15% of students that we served with funding had parents that were impacted with their employment because of the COVID pandemic. This year, on top of last year's increase, we had another 9% increase, and 29% of the students that we served this year are from families that were impacted by COVID. So, you know, families are still losing their jobs, you know, being cut with hours. It's, it's been very difficult on, on our families. And again, we've just had some amazing donors and we've been blessed with a, a robust return in the stock market that has allowed us to provide more funds to help serve more kids and, and make those scholarships even more meaningful.
0: Tell us about the the feedback you receive from from families who receive assistance or from the schools and the the teachers who have students who, who receive the support.
2: Well, you know, our scholarships help with student retention. So our schools find this program very valuable and very meaningful to their ministry because it helps so many of their children who otherwise would not be in their school Attend, you know they're they're grateful to our donors. Our families are incredibly thankful, and and many of them express just how much the opportunity for their child to be in a Lutheran school means. You know we hear stories all the time about faith development in these young children, and it's it brings you to tears. It's it's heartwarming. We share these with our board. Many of these stories are shared with our donors as well, and you know you you can't put a, a, a monetary price or value on on that faith development. It's it's something that these children will will have for their lives. You don't know how that foundation will will play out as these children grow and develop. You know, our schools really are educating for eternity and they're just blessed to have Lisa as a partner in their ministry.
1: What is the outlook like
2: for, for this year, for this school year for the families that you're helping Right. You know, we have, well, over 600, I think we're somewhere around 650, close to 650 individual students this year that we've we've assisted. And many of those children, in fact, the great majority of those students would not be in our schools without this financial assistance. And we're just so grateful to those donors and our event guests who help make those scholarships. We we're just the vessel and it's it's our donors, wonderful sponsors, and I know Kit will be talking about the sponsorships, but I just want to say thank you Well, I have the opportunity to KFUO for being one of our amazing sponsors again for Brew and the Lou this year. And without you it it couldn't happen. And it just means you know, when you think about The impact on a student's life and the the families, many of our families become church members and, you know, and attend regularly. It's just, it's amazing how far that scholarship and, and what that scholarship can do and can mean in the life of a family and in the life of a child.
0: So it takes a lot of work, a lot of collaboration to to raise the funds for the scholarship you mentioned earlier as well, professional development for teachers as well for all these educators who are just showing a Christ's love to so many students every day here in the St. Louis area. So what does it take to raise these kinds of funds to support Lutheran schools, teachers and families? Tell us about the the ways that Lisa does that.
2: Well, I'm going to defer to my colleague, Kit Alba, but I will tell you that it takes a lot of work, a lot of collaboration, and a lot of amazing donors and wonderful leadership. And that's where Kit comes in with her leadership of our development program. So, Kit, I'll let you respond to that.
3: Pleasure. I would say, Andy, that it really takes a sense of community and community is something that our schools do very well. And it, it really, this this program we have coming up, Brew in the Loo, is uh, our ninth year. And it truly is a sense of community with over 100 vendors participating, all, donating all of the samples that will be provided, which is a, a tremendous in-kind donation as a whole. And the, this community, many of them are in the hospitality industry, either restaurants or breweries, and, and they have really been negatively impacted throughout this pandemic. So to see them return to support Lutheran education is very important to me and to this program. And I encourage your listeners to support your local vendors, those vendors that support Lutheran education through this event I really encourage your listeners to support them in return
0: We're going to learn more about this fun community event coming up here in just a moment We'll continue the conversation, we're going to say farewell to Sue, I know you have things to get to today, with supporting all those educators so thank you so much Sue, and we'll continue the conversation with Kit in just a moment. You're listening to The Coffee Hour I'm Mandy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth <laughs>
0: welcome back to the coffee hour i'm andy bates
1: i'm sarah golseth
0: we are talking about brew in the Lou, supporting lutheran education here in the st louis area lutheran education and students and families teachers with a, a just a huge community event here in the st louis area today our guest today kit obel she's director of development and marketing for lutheran elementary school association Uh, Kit, just a moment ago, you gave us just a glimpse of Brew in the Loo and what happens in the, the sense of community that it takes for this event to happen to support Lutheran education here in the St. Louis area. What is, for those who have not attended Brew in the Loo before, what is Brew in the Loo from a participant's perspective?
3: It is a premier tasting event that is held at Francis Park, flanking their lily pond in St. Louis Hills. It is October 9th this year, Saturday, October 9th, from 1 to 5 p.m., featuring more than uh, 100 vendors sampling beer, wine, spirits, coffee, soda, kombucha, um, and food. And what makes this event unique is that all of these samples are unlimited while supplies last for a uh, wristband price of
1: $40. That sounds very exciting. And you mentioned coffee, so <laughs> my yeah. ears perked up. <laughs> and it's
3: a good value, right? $40 for 4 hours of ta- unlimited samples?
1: Absolutely. That's so cool. tell us tell us about past events. What 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 are some exciting highlights from, from the last uh, several bre- brews in the loos? <laughs> not sure how to pluralize that. <laughs>
3: yeah, we struggle with that too. It's interesting because the sense of community is evident also by the people who attend. It's not unusual to see three generations, son, father, and grandfather in attendance. Our schools get involved and it's, it's one of the few opportunities for our schools to come together and have that sense of community. And then the vendors are amazing. They're just so kind and generous. And it's it's a very, very fun event featuring a chili competition, a homebrew competition. And last year, well, the pandemic, we um, pivoted with a passport program that we are renewing this year as well, which is a booklet featuring 30 Vendor offers uh, such as a free beer at each location or other offers, and that is available for sale this year too. But in 19 2019, when we last had our Brew in the Loo, I will say that the winner of the People's Choice Homebrew Competition was our very own Pastor Mark Bangert from Emanuel, Washington, who <laughs> won with that. a That's Belgian. Awesome. Strong ale or a Belgian ale, and I must say, he's a very good brewer. It's
1: very Lutheran.
3: <laughs> yes, I, I look forward to this year. He said he is sampling a, a Berry Berry, Triple Berry Saison. Wow. He's, he's quite a good brewer. And then, you know, when you think about the history of beer. Martin Luther had a tremendous influence on the process of brewing beer by by being the first to uh, introduce hops to the brewing process.
0: And let's be honest, it was really Katie Luther who had <laughs> so the influence yeah. on on brewing. <laughs> uh, he even wrote about it in his letters how much he missed her beer when he was away, right? Her, it's her brewing.
3: <laughs> so he he so, would be proud of this event.
0: <laughs> so, so you mentioned home brewer. Are, is there a homebrewing comp, competition again this year as well?
3: Yes, there is a People's Choice homebrew competition the day of the event, as well as a chili competition. So, if there are small groups within our church or school community that would like to be a part of the chili competition, just reach out. There's still time to get involved.
0: Very good. Very good. So you mentioned the the passport as an option. There, there are a couple of different packages. How do we learn about what's happening at Brew in the Lou, and how do we get tickets for this?
3: You may visit our website at lesastl.org or you may phone us at 314-200-0797. The wristband price of $40 is good through Thursday evening, October 7th, and then the price will go up to $50. And then there is also a VIP price, which is new this year, and that includes the passport, which is good all year long, uh, admission to brew in the Lou, and VIP access, which is some specialty items that are not on the festival grounds and private restrooms.
1: So that passport is good for a year. That's a that's a very exciting thing. If you love brew the loose so much that you want it to last all year,
0: a year of beer.
1: Exactly. <laughs> 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 the passport is a great option. So this is this is at Francis Park. For people who haven't been to Francis Park, can you describe this location and how to get there and parking?
3: Yes. St. Gabriel's Parish is hosting their school picnic the same day, so I anticipate parking to be a little more challenging than usual as a result. But it is located near Ted Drew's, and everyone's familiar with Ted Drew's. In St. Louis Hills, and it's actually, it flanks the Lily Pond. So we encourage people to Uber or there may be some overflow parking at Bishop DeBerg High School, which uh, is a bit of a walk, but not too far. And um, new this year, we will be offering flu vaccines as well as COVID vaccines free of charge, complements of Medicine Shop. Wow. We we will have masks, we will have hand sanitizers, we are outdoors, and we are limiting guests so that we are taking some precautions to keep people safe.
0: What are you looking forward to most about this year's Bruins?
3: I think being back together, that sense of community, we have all missed very, very much. Mm-hmm. and. hmm I think that is what we're really, really looking forward to the most is seeing all the people that we couldn't see because we couldn't host our spring fundraiser in person either for two consecutive years.
0: Yeah, and that just really makes it challenging when you, you when you can't come together and there's still such a, a need as, as uh, Sue expressed earlier, there's still such a, a great need for these scholarships, for this aid for students. So we still need to to collaborate and do what we can to support this. We talked about the event or the, the website again, lesastl.org is the place to get the details and tickets. When do we need to buy tickets in advance or can we buy tickets at the event?
3: Yes. Tickets are available the day of the event. They are $50, so they're they're higher. I encourage you to get them in advance before we potentially sell out. And I would also like to say thank you to our sponsors, UKFUO Radio, Lutheran Legacy Foundation, and First Community Credit Union, who uh, makes it their mission to educate children on financial matters. And uh, again, they make this event possible. So I'd like to say thank you to them. It is a pet and family friendly event. Pets are welcome. Children are welcome. And we're just looking forward to the, this year's uh, chili competition and the homebrew competition.
1: <laughs> Those do sound very exciting. How does this event fit into the, the larger picture of how Lisa is able to support families?
3: Well, our two special events and our other fundraising efforts throughout the year fund a, a significant portion of our scholarship awards, I'd say 50% or more. And they also help raise awareness, particularly this event is a community event. And we, you know, typically we get as many as 2,000 people who will attend this event. And uh, not all of them are Lutheran. So it, it is a great way to showcase our schools and our community. And we're just grateful for the people who support this and who attend and very meaningful throughout the year.
0: Bruin Lou coming up Saturday, October 9th, so just about a week away. Mm-hmm. Uh, get your tickets and more information at lesastl.org. That's lisastl.org. You can find more information there about the, the tickets and the passport as well to support Lutheran education here in St. Louis. So many families and educators that really are that really do benefit from this. Kit, it has been a pleasure talking with you and God's blessings on all your efforts. I know that you spend a whole year just collaborating with so many people to make this event happen. Thank you so much for all your work to support Lutheran schools.
3: Thank you Andy and thank you Sarah.
0: Again, lesastl.org to find more information on Brew in the Lou St. Louis October 9th. You've been listening to the Coffee RI right, mandy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth. Wow.